Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. that Lindsey Graham proposed, hey, let's reopen the government for three weeks so we don't have that pressure cooker and we can just discuss the whole wall, DACA, whatever we're going to do here. Trump has rejected that, so that's a non-starter. So now we're back to square zero, really. And uh, the shutdown will continue for quite a while. I'm looking up at the Today Show. I got a question for you. I mean, if the legislative branch gets together and passes something and puts it on his desk and he vetoes it, well, there's, there's a constitutional mechanism for that. I understand wanting to be realistic, and if he just won't sign it, there's no point in it, but I don't understand why the uh, legislative branch is always looking to the executive branch and asking what they should do. Or they just uh, assuming there's no way you could ever get to two-thirds to override a veto, I guess. Right, yeah, I suppose. Um, Sometimes it's worth going through one of those exercises, though, so everybody puts their cards on the table. Sure. I'm looking up at the Today Show, Trump's Putin problem. Lawmakers respond to two bombshell reports. 
Well, we've discussed those bombshell reports already, but one of those bombshell reports to me is the FBI was so rogue that they were launching an investigation of an elected president for something they had hardly any information about. That seems like a heck of a story to me, and not a Trump problem as much as an FBI problem, unless they came up with something which there are reports out there today say they haven't. Mm. Yeah, well, it depends how you look at it. Was drunk Papadopoulos uh, talking in bars about having uh, access to Russians? Significant. Was Manafort uh, ooching around with his Ukrainian oligarch friends and all? Is that significant? Is that enough to be uh, to to scare you into starting an investigation? Now Trump calling the people in the deciding that we're deciding this. We now know we're absolutely anti-Trump. Right. Hated him. Yep. And somebody in the FBI leaked this story. There's no reason we should know this. There was an investigation opened, and then it would it would have seemed to be closed because they didn't find anything. There's no reason for us to hear about this unless you're trying to damage Donald Trump. And the FBI leaked that. Right. To damage Donald Trump. They're right. still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's in the eye of the beholder. I, I drive in every morning flipping from news channel to news channel listening to what they're talking about, and they are just whipping up. Uh, narratives as hard as they can and convincing you that the smallest leaks, even if they're misleading, matter a great deal. And it's, uh, you know, it's funny that this should come up. I happen to be just beginning, uh, getting into a book. I was surprised my dad gave it to me. Uh, it's by a, a blogger, a writer by the name of Mark Manson, whose work I don't think I was familiar with, although I forget everything, so I may have been. Um, but Mark Manson's written a book called The uh, Subtle Art of Not Giving a, a F. Um, that's the title? Yeah, and uh, the U in the uh, commonly used, too commonly in my uh, estimation, Jack, the commonly used F word, the U is uh, replaced by like an ink blot thingy. Um, but the, uh, the uh, subtitle is A Counterintuitive Approach to Living a Good Life. And it is a, uh, a, a remarkably frank and sometimes obscene book about priorities. What? You have a limited number of blanks to give. What do you give them to? And so it's, it's you know, it's not like the first book that's ever been written on the topic, obviously. But I'm really, really enjoying it so far. And it's funny this should pop up, uh, that uh, our discussion should take the shape that it did a second ago, because the entire modus operandi of the modern media right now is to convince you that everything is incredibly important. This major leak shows finally that blah, 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 blah. And you get a couple of weeks down the road and you realize that story didn't amount to anything. So it's it's the age of inflation. It's the age of hyperbole. Um, and, and every development's the biggest development, and it, it clearly shows that Mueller's going to do this or Trump's going to do that. And it's just also overblown. And one of the reasons I bring it up is we have a lot of new listeners to the Armstrong and Getty show, and it's it's terrific, and we thank you for listening. Uh, number one thing you need to know, it's kind of a weird show. It's different. It's not your typical talk radio show. So if you don't quite get it for the first hour or day or a couple of days, give it some time. I realize that's a self-serving thing to ask. I'd say. But we're the sort of show that admits that's a self-serving thing to ask, but we think you'll really like the show if you hang around for a little bit. If you don't, keep in mind it's free. Yeah. Yeah, no what, are you, what are you paying for this? What do you want for nothing? Uh, so, anyway, I'm enjoying this book about priorities very much. And uh, our priority around here at the Armstrong and Getty Show is is not to jerk you around and convince you that 
that you don't dare tune away during the commercials because you'll not hear the most important thing. We're not going to do that. I don't, you know, I, it's it's beneath us, and that's saying something. Maybe generation. What's the generation after millennials? I can never keep track. Z, I think. Z? Maybe the young folks. Maybe Generation Z will figure this out. But I, those of us who follow the news have long felt, you know, I, I envy on a certain level people who don't pay attention to the news. Yep. But to be a good, but to be a good citizen, I need to know what's going on. I believe that, but there's a limit, and 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 it depends on which things you're paying attention to. Some of the stuff, as you were just pointing out, is not worth paying attention to at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm not being a good citizen by listening to a lot of the crap that makes the news every single day. Right. It's not doing me any good at all. In fact, it might be doing me harm. In fact, I don't watch the news. Right. The old uh, Mark Twain saying, if you, read, if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do, you're misinformed. So finding the sweet spot of being a good, informed citizen and, and not making yourself crazy or wasting the few <laughs> days you have on the planet, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's a tough one. Sure is. Yeah, and it's, it's tougher now. Well, it's tough in a different way than it used to be. But like you say, the young people probably try to figure it out. Anyway, on the topic of uh, priorities, I had an I think abs- I have a, have a feeling they might just check out, yes, not believe anything, and then the powerful can run roughshod. Or if anybody dares tell the truth, they'll accuse them of committing a microaggression, say they're triggered, and run off to color and pet a puppy. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but so I had an absolutely fabulous day yesterday. My big birthday, uh, Christmas present rather, my Christmas present for my 19-year-old daughter was a day together. It's what I asked for. She wrote me an absolutely beautiful um, note and uh, kind of gift certificate for that, which I have saved and will save until my dying day. And I, I get a little moist even thinking about it. Um, but so we spent uh, the day together yesterday, went out for breakfast, and then we're, uh, then and they kicked around. We kind of headed up into the hill country and kicked around a, uh, a lovely touristy town, which I will not mention. I will not name uh, because there are touristy towns like that all over America, and they're charming. And uh, I need to tell a story about a woman there who terrified us, uh, because I believe her to be either a ghost or a witch. I'm not sure which. I'm not expert in these things. A ghost witch. But uh, my my daughter Delaney and I were having a wonderful day until we were beset by uh, the ghost witch, um, who terrified us both and has haunted our dreams. But uh, I. But see, she's a witch. I see. Looking at the clock, I really don't have a lot of time for this story. Um. But uh, it's just we walked into the store. You know, it's one of these touristy towns where you, you got a this store and a that store and a knickknack store and a T-shirts, and then you got a Western store, and then you got, uh, and then yet another place to get uh, some sort of muffin and a cup of coffee. Yeah, we actually sat and had a latte and watched the people go by. There you go. I wasn't sure what a latte was, but it was pretty good. Oh, lattes it's, are great. It's like milk and like whipped up milk and coffee. I understand. Yeah, it took me a long time to figure it out, but they, it, the lattes don't have a lot of your unhealthy stuff in them, like a mocha or something. Young fellow who mixed it, hell of a set of sideburns on him. <laughs> he actually uh, he, he arranged the top so it was pretty and had artwork in it. Mm. It's quite amazing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we sat there having a mocha. That was uh, that was before the witch uh, beset us. But uh, so anyway, the witch uh, she was. We went into the shop. She was staring at us and wouldn't talk and was weird and just freaking us out. And, and uh, so we left, and then uh, we come out from our lattes, and she's staring at us, walking down the street, just staring at us and staring at us and staring at us. And so I, I walked across the uh, street um, uh, to uh, uh, another store we'd gone to before where the guy's a big fan of the Armstrong and Getty show, and he was really, really friendly. And shout out to those folks. Really enjoyed uh, meeting you. Um, and uh, 
And I said, hey, what's the deal with the... Hey, Michael, get the scary music ready. Um, I, I said to the guy, I said, what's the deal with the woman who runs the uh, the blank shop across the street? And the he said, shop. he said, you talking about the uh, the old lady with the short brown hair? I said, yeah. He said, man, she's been dead since 1977. No, I made up the last part because it makes oh. the story better. Okay, gotcha. Just this freaky old lady walking us, <laughs> watching us as we walk down the street. Quit staring at people. It freaks them out. My daughter's young. She's small. She's easily frightened. You witch. Uh, one of the most popular apps in America is a indication of where we are as a people, I think. Among other things we should discuss, we got a number of texts, our discussion about artificial intelligence. Okay. Which we talk about a fair amount on this show, and especially since 60 Minutes featured it last night. Yep. How it is going to take over the world. We'll give you the text number, the email address, if you ever want to get in touch, weigh in, alert us to something we ought to be talking about uh, in a minute. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Two more people officially in the race for president over the weekend. Julian Castro's now officially in. I thought he already was, but something different happened. I guess if you're really good at running for president, you come up with five different ways to officially announce. So it gets announced that you're officially running okay. a whole bunch of times. You get more coverage that way. Uh, and another woman uh, that I, I, I hadn't even heard her name before. Uh, I'll have to dig that up. It was one of those. Okay, yeah, I, I, I've, I heard those stories and kind of rolled my eyes and thought, all right, wake me up in the summer. Let me know when you're debating or something. But they're trying to get to the fundraisers early. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, can you look up when Barack Obama got in? When he originally ran, I was wondering because I was actually thinking, if you want to show up as an outsider, I wonder if you're better off waiting a little later to throw your name in there. Let everybody get disgusted with the process. Yeah, although uh, Beto O'Rourke, for instance. Uh, Newt Gingrich brought up Beto in in an interview I heard where he said, Beto O'Rourke's going to show up and say, hey, all that yelling and fighting and shut down, I'm an outsider. I I think that's all a bunch of crap. Vote for me. You know what was funny, and and Newt might be right, he might be wrong. I think I heard the same interview. He said, somebody like Kamala Harris, who's uh, part of D.C. and was in those hearings, and she doesn't have a chance. Now, she's too much stained by D.C. Which is exactly what... Um, Rahm Emanuel said, he said, anybody who's got D.C. on them doesn't have a chance. Mm. It's got to be an outsider. Uh, February 10th, 2007 is when uh, Barack first announced. So he got Feb in in February. 10. Although, that's, that's now-ish. Yeah, but so he, he had a slightly different situation, though, because it was Hillary was the presumptive nominee, and it was really her or, well, it was just going to be her. Right. This yes. is slightly different yes. than, I don't know yes. what you should do if you got 30-some people jumping in. Because when we get to, like, number 22, <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to make the news that day if you jump in at that point, mm-hmm. whereas, right. whereas now it still does. Right. You know what's funny is the blindness of the news media to certain things that are clearly true. I mean, again, Newt is at least partly true, partly correct. 
um, about the stain of D.C. thing. But Rahm Emanuel says that. Newt Gingrich says that. Steve Bannon says that. It can't be anybody who's got D.C. on them. Beautifully said. That that settles it. If they're the committee and they agree, well, then that's pretty powerful. But it's funny that Kamala Harris, who, if you don't know her act, she was uh, the Attorney General of California. She's a Bay Area liberal type. Um, and Got a I new dis- book out. Disagree with her. Well, you have to. It's obligatory for running for president. I don't know why, uh, but they do. Um. So anyway, uh, the idea that she, who only six, eight months ago, a year ago, was seen as the breath of fresh air, brand new. She's she's a woman. She's a woman of color. She's a new on the scene. Just being in D.C. and marinating in it for the short time she has is now so stinkified her that she can't. You know, she can't win the presidency. That's saying something. It's pretty much always been true, though. And and that is straight out of the answer to the question, how did Donald Trump get elected? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. But that's always been true. Senators, we don't elect senators. We don't. We elected Barack Obama and JFK in the last 70 years. Mm-hmm. And, and Barack Obama was barely a senator. Right. Um, And uh, Jeff K was similar. So, um... We just don't elect senators. We don't. We don't elect people that are part of the mess or have any votes we can point to. I or was speeches. just going to say, yeah, you got to be new enough. You don't really have a voting record. Yeah, Beto is going to sit down with Oprah Winfrey and do an interview. Oprah was big. She got on the Obama train early, even though Hillary was the presumptive nominee. If if, if he gets the kiss of uh, of of Oprah, mm-hmm. that's going to help him a lot. The kiss of Oprah, new from Miramax Films. But anyway, that's enough of that, probably. Yeah. Um, we got a couple of texts about artificial intelligence featured on 60 Minutes last night as being a bigger change to humankind than electricity, which is exciting and frightening. AI isn't a technology, says this texter, by the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. AI isn't a technology, it's a species. We are breeding a species that will be stronger, smarter, faster, and never needs to sleep. That's a pretty interesting way to look at it. That sounds uh, science fiction-y. Yeah. Uh, but I get it. I get it, too. It is a species entirely under our control for now. Uh, that won't last very long, I don't think. How many warehouse workers are there in America? Man, I fear for y'all. Well, that's just robots stacking boxes. Right. They and, pretty and, much and unstacking them and moving them and all. That. Well, yeah, look at Amazon, for instance. It's highly automated. Yeah. And they still have a number of people, quite a number. But uh, And those robots are getting better every day. We've, we've posted the various videos of the robots walking around and can you push them over and they stand back up and that sort of stuff. But <laughs> I really think artificial intelligence-wise, that, that, that's child play compared to some of the other stuff that's going to come along. Yeah, yeah. Man, and when and truck drivers, that's one of the biggest jobs in America. That's going to be replaced. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, Megyn Kelly has settled her deal with NBC News. She signed on the dotted line and did agree to keep her mouth shut. What has she been wrangling over for the past several months? Not over her payout, which they were agreeing to, $30 million, bringing her total to $69 million that NBC paid her. I'll for quit a, for half of that. For a show that never got any ratings. Right. $69 mi- giggity, $69 million. <laughs> yes, idiot. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. Go on. And uh, what she was wrangling over is she wanted to be able to talk about the behind the scenes, and they made her sign a non-disclosure oh, to get her $30 million. And she was fighting that all along. Oh, boy. She says she knows things about Matt Lauer that other people haven't talked about. Mm. Wow. 
Wow. He had a, Shut up, Meg. He had a button on his desk to turn his office into a rape room. What do you know that's more damaging than that? Uh, specifics. Yeah, well, I'm mildly interested, but I guess I'll get over my disappointment that she's been muzzled. She going back to Fox? Probably not. She was pretty mad at Fox, God, too. God, I'd love to have a failure on that scale. Please. I've lived my life preparing for it. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, Trump doubling down on the shutdown. Up to Dems, he says. Up to Dems to solve this problem. Teachers in one of the largest cities in the country hit the picket lines today. And the mooch has a new gig. Stories coming up. Scaramooch, Scaramooch, do you do the Fondango? Oh, yeah, his podcast is pretty, uh, got some interesting stuff. Forget about it. Um, uh, Megyn Kelly claims she knows more about why NBC put aside that Harvey Weinstein story, too, which they mm. definitely don't want out. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. new shoes yesterday oh that's a big day oh yeah new tennis shoes um some new sketchers he wanted me to drop him off at the gate when we got home sure so he could run all the way to the house oh yeah the show is enhanced speed (laughs) at least 20 percent he's the type that make him jump higher too oh yeah nice and and it was dark when we got home but he said can i go out and run in the dark because i really want to run for a while in my new shoes (laughs) that's something that that's just a universal when you're a kid i remember that feeling Oh, you could dig in a little better and corner a little faster. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was choosing his shoes. It was all about the right grips. Looking at the bottom, had to have the right grips. Because he's really <laughs> into the Ninja Warrior training. Sure. In the house, I don't know if you've watched the Ninja Warrior TV show, but they got this wall. You have a wall on each side. They call it the spider crawl. And then you have to put your hands and your feet against the wall to crawl up the wall. That ain't happening. Well, both my <laughs> both my boys do that in the hallway. They go clear to the ceiling and down. Oh, really? Ain't the greatest on your wall. Oh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of tough on the paint. Good exercise. Yeah. I'm a ninja. Also certified ninja. <laughs> yes. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump says he is not looking to declare a national emergency at the U.S.-Mexico border. I have the absolute legal right to call it. But I'm not looking to do that because this is too simple. Trump saying the partial government shutdown could be easily resolved if Democrats would get on board. It doesn't sound like Trump is going for the Graham plan. That was uh, Senator Lindsey Graham's idea to get Trump to reopen the government for several weeks to continue negotiating with Democrats. It's all so dumb. Give them 20 minutes. If they were being honest, they'd come up with a compromise. All these people who voted for walls and fences a couple of years ago, all of a sudden, oh, walls are immoral. Build bridges, not walls. Oh, stop it. Meanwhile, Trump was insisting once again he's never worked for Russia. He was talking with reporters at the White House today. I never worked for Russia. Not only did I never work for Russia, I think it's a disgrace that you even asked that question because it's a whole big fat hoax. New York Times. I hope hope Mueller's going to get to the bottom of this. Or some congressional inquiry or something. What is the threshold for the FBI investigating a recently elected president as being a a foreign agent? Right. Um, so the FBI and many of the participants involved in making the decision hated Trump. We now know that from comments they made and texts and personal notes and all kinds of other stuff. But then that New York Times story does include no evidence has emerged publicly that Mr. Trump was secretly in contact with or took direction from Russian government officials. And we have uh, various reporters saying their sources say Mueller's not going to have any in his report. 
So they investigated something and didn't find anything. I'd mm-hmm. like to know what threshold they had. Was it enough that they just, Trump couldn't win. There's no way he won. He must have been doing something illegal. Let's open an investigation. Which, once you open an investigation, gives you the right to, you know, tap people's phones and do all kinds of stuff. Right. And often one thing leads to another. Right. Yeah. Political reporter Jonathan Carl was on ABC over the weekend. He was commenting on the report. What I am getting is that this is all building up to the Mueller report and raising expectations of a bombshell report. And there have been expectations that have been building, of course, for over a year on this. But people who are closest uh, to, to what Mueller has been doing, who have interacted with the special counsel, caution me that this report is almost certain to be anticlimactic. You know, putting aside that he means anticlimactic, which drives me crazy, uh, that is an astonishing thing to hear on a mainstream media show. I'll bet the director leapt for his mic control, his volume. Turn off his mic! Turn off his mic! What are you trying to do, Carl? The only way we get viewers is convincing people that the apocalypse is nigh. What do you mean, anticlimactic? That's great. Well, I, I think it's pretty amazing that... No reporting picked up on that reporting. So that's Jonathan Carl of ABC News on ABC This Week with George Stephanopoulos yesterday. It seems significant to me enough that other reporters should have been reporting on his reporting. Yes. yes. If it were the reverse, I guarantee it'd be true. If he said, my sources say Robert Mueller has got evidence. Yeah, everybody Nobody understands how amazing the Mueller report is yeah. going to be when it comes out. Yeah, I just yeah. There's so much dishonesty, but listen, these uh, these media outlets—they're desperate for your eyes and ears. Desperate. They're hardly making any money. They, you know, just so uh, they lie. They make stuff up. They whip stuff up. What, what is Mueller just going to come out and say? Eh, you know, we looked a lot of different things. It really wasn't that much. Anyway, right. <laughs> you know what I'll bet he's going to say? And I'll uh, and listen. Uh, somebody make a note of this and play this tape when the Mueller report comes out. Because I'll, you know, take responsibility if I'm way off. Mueller's going to come out and say, look, you got a guy from outside the political process running a shoestring campaign that very, very few people expected to be successful. He communicated, or, or a number of his people communicated with various people with ties to Russia. Not in a way that was illegal or, or betrayed the United States or anything, but in a way that's generally avoided in a political campaign, because political pros understand that it's uncool. But no, there is no meaningful ties or quote-unquote collusion or whatever. See, I don't, I don't find it the least bit surprising that Donald Trump Jr., for instance, would take right. a call from somebody saying, hey, uh, I'm a Russian lawyer, and... And we've discovered some incredible stuff about Hillary Clinton. I mean, just mind-blowing. And Donald Trump Jr., who's a real estate developer, saying, Wow, what do you got? Come by and tell me. Without any appreciation for the significance of consorting with uh, somebody who turns out to have ties. I just, I think it it's going to turn out to be naivete. And not, um, you know, some sort of diabolical... Uh, what's his name? Patterson, whatever the the, the spy novel guy oh, right. stuff. It's not going to be anything. Yeah, I don't think so. Anthony Scarabouch, who served ten days as President Trump's White House communications oh, what director. What ten days those were, though? That was so good. Ten days in July of 2017 before getting the boot is going to be on season two of Big Brother Celebrity <laughs> Edition. That'll debut that later this thing? month. Oh, yes. Among the other celebrities appearing on the show with Scaramouche are Cato Caitlin, 
The witness in the O.J. Simpson yeah. 1995 murder trial. Kato Kalen. And that apparently is, is still with us. That's r- excellent. Rarely seen E-list celebrities. Gouch. <laughs> <laughs> and Olympic swimmer Ryan Lochting, who was uh, involved in a scandal when he lied about being robbed at gunpoint during the 2016 <sighs> really? Rio Olympics. That was the definition of the word celebrity I going turned, on here. That turned and, yeah. out to be a drunken urinating yeah. incident. Yeah, and he lied about everything, including his mom. So those are three people you don't want to be in a room with. Wow, that's some show. You know, <laughs> Indeed. The worse it gets, the more I'm interested. Celebrity Big Brother. That's a Dennis Rodman so- freak. Celebrity in quotes again. Yeah. <laughs> That's your news. People you've heard of Big Brother. <laughs> if yeah. you said Ryan Lochte or Kato Kalin were going to be at the local <laughs> mall today, I'm not sure a single human being would show up. So right. that's not much of a celebrity. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I might walk by Kato Kalin purely for the purpose of saying, did OJ do it? But only if I'm all on my way to the Foot Locker, because i got to replace my uh, my kicks. So you can run faster and jump higher. If I work at the mall, I might drop by. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm not crossing the street. If I have to take a left turn at the light, I'm not going. If it's a right turn on my way home, maybe. <laughs> the second biggest school district in America is on strike officially as of this morning, the L.A. school district. Oh, man, is that one screwed up school district? Woo! Maybe we should delve into that. Should we? We certainly could. Should, though, is the question. Also, the controversy over America's most popular condiments, which we uncovered last week, is continuing. There's risk on both sides with this government shutdown. Can explain that a little bit. Uh, there could be a breaking point nobody sees coming, and who knows which direction it's going to go. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What is one of your top apps? It says something about America. There's a new version of Facetune out. So that was the top app last week. These are the apps that you use to adjust your selfie photos to make them look like somebody other than you. A better looking version of you. Oh boy. Whiten your teeth, shorten your nose, take away your double chin, elongate your face. Whatever it is. I don't know what we're doing. What can you do for a triple chin? I don't know what we're doing at this point where I send you a picture of someone else and claim it's me. And then you send me a picture of someone else and claim it's you. What is the point of that exercise? Or, you know. But anyway, that's what we're doing. And I'm sending you a picture of an idealized me and feeling like it is me and taking pride in that. And you're doing the same thing. Very strange. And why are we doing that? Okay. Whatever. It, It is what it is. I might get one of those just to try it out. It's only three ninety nine. It's the best, it's the best uh, face shaping tool out there. I don't, it's a drug I don't want to do. I don't see anything good coming from it. Yeah, no kidding. All of a sudden, I I get like freaked out at how I actually appear. Well, and and like uh, my my beloved daughter and I spent the day yesterday, and we took a couple pictures of ourselves doing our thing. 
And I look at those pictures and think, I can't, I can't post that. I can't send that to anybody. I got to fix me first and then presumably fix her. That's that sick, man. Boy, yeah, no, I don't care I don't, if I it's the most popular app in America, and I don't care who I'm offending. There's something wrong with us. You mean you, because you're not doing it. You mean that you just don't have the guts to say it. There's something wrong with you. That's what you want to say. There's a people. Those I'm, I'm saying there's it. a little shared psychosis going around, and sometimes you get sucked by the, the, the slipstream, you know, of the society you're in. I'm trying to be charitable. It's weird. Trends begin, and, and you find yourself going along with them without thinking about them, and you realize you've ended up at a place you don't want to be. Trying to give people a little cover, because I like people. I can show pictures to my kids of my grandpa, who they've never met. Mm-hmm. If that didn't look like him, which may be the case in the future. Right. What, why Why would I show him a picture of, of What this? have you done? You've shown a picture, Somebody well, looks an altered similar. picture that was originally a homo sapien. Who looks similar to what your grandfather looked like. But what's the point of showing them the picture? Do you see that point there right between the edge of his jaw? Now move up a little bit under the cheekbone. That's what he looked like. That little patch was unaltered, and that was his cheek. Look, you have the same altered nose that he had. He would take Do you his have po- granddad's Photoshop nose. He would he would take his pointy nose and round it just the way you do, right? Or something. Oh, I don't even charming. I don't even know what was going to happen in the future. It's yeah. weird though. At yeah. a certain point, you're just showing people perfect strangers and saying, "Hey, this well, is." You might as well. You might as well. You might as well take the photo that came in the frame and say this was your grandfather. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're gonna if they're gonna be all doctored. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one story. I've got to admit, I'm, I, I have one of those, uh, what's it called? Bitmoji? One of those things that have, it's a cartoon version of you. You send it to your friends with captions and stuff like that. I know you're angrily against that because no they're, grown man would for do that. children, yes. Um, but, uh, it does bother me a little bit that my Bitmoji is, is better looking than I am. I feel like I'm, I'm lying. Although I kind of like looking at him because he's very handsome. Now, if you, and he's me, except if, he's not. If you change. But he's me. If you change the 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 hue of a photo, or you know, you got three and you choose the one that looks better, that's just we we all look different from different angles with different light, right? Isn't that a different thing? Right, exactly. It's just getting the lighting right and the angle right. <laughs> I've changed my mind. <laughs> I think it's a complete leap to you change the the shape of your face. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there are now, and and the technology is amazing to me. The intent in the uh, what it means is troubling, but they automatically just slim your face. So, you know, just everybody's a little chunky, so that we won't even ask you. We're just going to slim your face. Those apps. So, it's amazing. Well, uh, I'm looking at this one right here. This is a good example. See, here's the real good on the, le- the girl on the left. And the girl on the right is way more attractive, but that's not what she looks like. Y- yeah. I mean, you're yeah, the difference between, yeah, that's somebody you see every day, and you're a model. You know, it's it's funny because the gal on the left is a is an attractive young woman. Sure, and it, it bothers Looks like me. a human being. It, it it bothered me for a long time back, uh, even as a you know I don't know when I how old I was when I finally figured out that Playboy magazine was ridiculous. I mean, it presented these airbrushed versions of womanhood that were like, what is that? They start as one in a millions, and then they don't even look like the pictures that you're seeing of them. Right. It's like the airbrushing of Beyonce on the cover of a magazine. It's ridiculous. Not even she's that beautiful. Well, right. And I it just, I, I don't get what that is exactly, because I think, I think, you know, as a flaming heterosexual, I think 
real women are fabulous, beautiful. Uh, I mean, why have to come up with a faked up, bizarro cartoon version of women and then feed that to young men so systematically, whether it's your porn or whatever, that they look at a real woman and think, uh, I mean, how how can a species do that to itself? Can you imagine the the mighty elephant or the humble beaver somehow convincing that if, uh, itself that uh, the the opposite sex is not worth breeding with? Are you kidding? I'm just going to go build another dam or whatever <laughs> elephants do for spout water out of my trunk. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to breed because I don't know. Real elephant girls are just not as hot as I see on the the internet. I don't, that's just crazy. Just crazy. It's pretty crazy. Michael, some transition music. Sometimes we change from one thing to another so quickly and we have jarringly. The baby shark? That's no, a good don't play that stupid song. <laughs> I forbid it. Yeah, it's much better. Sometimes it's impossible to make logical transitions, so we just play a little music. That's good stuff. Turn it up. I turn it off. Stupid. Turn it off. <laughs> One note on the government shutdown. I don't care who you are, who you are, right, left, center, whatever. we got to find a way to pay the Coast Guard guys and gals. They're a branch of the service. They perform dangerous work. They guard our coasts. It's right there in the name. They they save people. They save boaters. They inter, uh, intercept drug shipments that will poison our youth and, and kill our middle-agers. Um, they do really, really important work, and we got to pay them. Everybody will get all their money. Everybody's hip to that by now, right. aren't they, with government shutdowns? Yeah, and the banks offer advances and stuff like that. You get the back pay. I mean, so you might live a couple of paychecks without paychecks, which could be a bad experience for you, but you will get all your money eventually. And listen, if you're offended by this, I understand. But if you're some sort of clerk, too, in the federal government, and you've got to get a, a, a advance from your bank, and it's inconvenient, and I have a little sympathy for you. But the Coast Guard out patrolling the seas and the rest of it, the idea that, no, you're not going to get paid. We'll pay you eventually. But, uh, that's repugnant to me. It's just too, they're too important, and the work they do is too dangerous and the rest of it. The whole uh, game of chicken is getting weirder and weirder and might be more uh, susceptible just to the, the whims of, you know, randomness. As we get further along into this, because, and, and who knows which direction this is going to go. But if, for instance... Somebody does sneak across the border and do something heinous. All of a sudden, public opinion could go that direction. Right. And the opposite could be true. Again, do something heinous or yeah, yeah. even more heinous. Right. Uh, and, the, and the opposite could be true if um, if you get some weirdness where, you know, these government employees not working causes a problem where, I don't know, some, something happens on a plane because there weren't enough TSA workers or something like that, all of a sudden public opinion goes that direction. Yeah. So yeah. the longer they play this game of chicken, the more they have to worry about that happening. It's an excellent point and well considered, but I brought up the Coast Guard thing partly to do something ridiculous. We got this note from uh, beloved listener Mike in Saratoga, Saratoga Springs, New York, um, who informs us that, oh, where what did I do with it? Oh, I'm such an idiot. Where is that? Oh, there it is. Uh, he... Uh, He's had a band since high school. Um, they uh, bill themselves as the most handsomest all-male rock group from the eastern upstate New York, western Massachusetts region. Because that's where they went to high school. They get together once a year and record an album well, while drunk. Cool. And recently they included the song that the Coast Guard jams as they come in from a long trip at sea. 
Jay Ferguson's Thunder Island. Here is their drunk okay, well, version wait, of it. What am I going to sing? I'm gonna Tim's going to go. Tim's gonna go That's why I couldn't hear anything at all. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. They're, they're getting ready. <laughs> okay. Sings this one and he can't sing very well. I can't get him jealous. No, the bass Some good stuff. Yeah, we learned the Coast Guard jams that song when they come in on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqui.com. Made for women by women. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 